what you portray, it's not like you have doubt, but you don't have that, this is my, this is how it's going down. Oh no, I look in the mirror and think I suck every day. <laughs> See, but I when, self-deprecate. I'm not one of those like self-positive, talk myself up. I feel like I suck and I have to play the next day to prove myself wrong. Lead by Example with Bob Myers is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesars Rewards. Must be 21 or older. Welcome to Lead by Example. I'm your host, Bob Myers. Today, I could list all your accolades, but there's so many. Um, I'm just going to say your name, Diana Tarasi. Thank you for coming. Absolutely. Yeah. What, um, so I'm not going to do it, but, but you've won everywhere, all over mm. the place. I don't want to diminish that. Um, and you just signed a two-year deal mm -hmm. to keep playing. Yeah. Was that automatic in your mind or was that, was there a thought of, I don't know what else I'm, what's left? Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like at this point, I, um, I'm always doubting myself and debating with myself. Is this it? Is there more? Do you want more? Are you willing to get back in that foxhole and do it all over again? You know, because as you know, ex-players, there's a process that you have to really indebt yourself to. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I, I got to that point where I'm like, no, I want to do it again. I want to see if I can do it again and do it a little bit better and see if I can push the envelope a little bit more. What do you, was that, was that easy to figure that out? No, I, I mean, after the season, I really, I, I turned everything off for about two months and I really just thought about, do I want to keep playing basketball? Yeah. Do I want to continue doing the things that I have to do? to feel like I'm prepared. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been through the years where I haven't been prepared early, early when I was young. And I'm like, there's a lot more work that, that has to be done if you want to start a season. And I'm just like, I'm ready to do it. So what was, so, so is it just that you loved, is it as simple as that? Or is it, I want to reach this accolade or win one more of these, or I love my teammates, or I just, yeah. I got one life and I'm going to spend as much time playing the game as I can. I mean, I guess it's all those things, right? Um, maybe there's a little fear of what comes next. Why not keep playing basketball? They keep paying you. Yeah, right. um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. That might be uh, yeah. a, a part of it. Um, and there's, you know, still something that tells me I can do a little bit more. Yeah. Right. On and the floor. On the floor, yeah. Like what? I, I, I don't know. There's still like, there's this little seed in me that wants to keep being watered to see if I yeah. can just master it a little bit more. Whatever that means. Does yeah. that mean win a championship? Sure. Yeah. Does that mean, I don't know. For It, it means it, it's a whole bag of things that, you know, I still want to try to get to. Yeah. UConn. Yeah. You're so affiliated with them oh, for good reason, right? For sure. For sure. And, um, you would have killed an NIL, right? Oh, my God. Can I get some back pain? Yeah, can you? I mean, I'm trying to. Sue and I do this little show in the NCAA, you know, for the Final Four. Yeah. So we're, try we're trying to get him for a little back pain. It's crazy. I mean, honestly, if you if NIL had existed, man, I, you a, know mil what? a million, do you think? Oh, for sure. For sure. But you know what? Looking back on it, it's what made me who I, I am. Yeah. Like, this is... Would that have affected... Let's say you got that. Oh, do you go 39-0? Do you win? Do I stay in the gym all day? Yeah. I don't know. Do, do you? No, I don't. I think you would. I don't know. I mean, you know, I think back on it like I was you so know, hungry when I was young. You would be, you, to me, I don't know you that well. When I tell our, my boss, mm -hmm. our owner, when we have to make a decision to pay someone, right. which, which is a lot of money in our It life, is. It's not quite 
the same, mm -hmm. but it's it's money that you would just it's it's hard to fathom, right? right. Here, Diana, here's 150 million dollars, and we sit there and we pause and say, should we do this? Mm. I would say, this this woman doesn't play for money. Right. It ain't gonna change anything she does. I would say that about you, mm -hmm. and you're saying, ah, you wouldn't. I don't know, but everything's. Yeah, you don't know. Everything is kind of a ripple effect of something else. Right. Um, you know, growing up, we didn't have a lot, you know, my dad went to work every day. My mom went to work. Like, you know, we were just paycheck to paycheck. Like a lot of us grew up. So there was that inner hunger to do a lot, to take care of your family, to get to the next, you know, place. And when I was in Connecticut, I was just hungry to be the best player to get to where I had to go next. And then it, that was kind of my roadmap to getting to where I am mm -hmm. now, you know, WNBA going overseas. That to me was a big marker for me, yeah. you know, cause you know, there's upward mobility overseas. You start in a little team in Moscow, you see the big clubs and you want to get there, but you have to start somewhere. Right. So to me, you know, that was a big driving force in putting everything into it to get to the next spot, to get to the next place. Um, and this generation's got a lot to battle with. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is a generation of too much, it, too much attention, yeah. too much coaching, too many individuals, too many sneakers, too much money at an early age. I mean, where's, where are they going to find that grit and that motivation when they have everything already? Yeah. I mean, human beings are human beings. It's not like everyone's completely different. Right. Everyone's made out of the same stuff. Yeah. Was there a story? We all, you've spoken publicly yeah. all the time and somebody says, what made you, you? Is there a story of a young you with your parents where something changed? Something happened. They said something to you. You saw something they did. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and something shifted, and you would retell that story and say, "This was a moment in my life." I think it was a collection of moments. It was, it was a pattern that we saw every single day. Like you know, when you when you wake up every morning and you're like, "Hey, where's Dal? He left at four thirty in the morning to go <laughs> to the steel shop." Yeah. And that just is like a reoccurring pattern of like, "Oh wow, you do what you have to do to get by every single day." No matter what, yeah. no matter if you don't feel well, if you don't want to go to work, if you don't like your coworkers, like that's what I try to get across to these kids. I was like, you got to go to work and do it. Yeah. Like that's, that's the battle of overcoming things is doing it every single day. Yeah. And that gives you the self gratification of, you know what? I overcome something. What were they? So, so you had a moment later with you talking about your dad waking up that early right. to work every day where you realized that wasn't, not everybody did that. No, I think it was later. Cause when you're young, you know, those you moments yeah. just kind of like yeah. pass you by. Yeah. You know, we have kids, they're, they're yeah, probably yeah. moments yeah. I have no clue yeah. about. Yes. Like there's this great meme where yeah. there's this parent changing a kid. And you know, in the meme, they're like putting on their diaper nice and, you know, calm. But in reality, you're like, get this diaper on and yeah. go to bed. <laughs> so like you could be living yeah. a moment that's yeah. like actually very different than yes. what you think it is. Um, so I think later on when I, Kind of when I understood the sacrifice that they made, you saw it. and we we actually we moved to Argentina where my you know my dad uh, migrated to Argentina when he was young, and that's where my mom's family's from, and we actually saw how they grew up in Argentina, which is way different yeah. than what they have here. Yeah. And I mean, they changed their whole lives, everything. They dropped everything to come to a country where they didn't know the language, they didn't know anyone, to you know give us a little bit better than they had growing up. And that, that notion alone just always stay with you. Oh, for, for sure. I had a hard high school coach and mm -hmm. like one of those kind of coaches. Yeah. And so 
he went over the, overboard like like that era did. A lot of coaches pushed it too far. Yeah. I don't know if you ever had a coach like that. Yeah, where, his name's Coach Ariel. Okay, well, <laughs> but, but but pushed it like to where everybody's uncomfortable, you know. So right. So I came home and I said to my dad, I said, I don't know if I can do this. And I loved playing. It was, I that was the one thing I knew growing up. And I said, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And he said, you go talk to the coach. Mm. Did you have a moment? And I remember thinking, wait, I got to go fix my problems? Oh, gee, what a notion. Right, right, right. Which I think when you talk about today. What a notion. Right. So did you have a moment where there was a UConn mm -hmm. or high school or even WNBA where you, where you said, that was something that gave me confidence. There was a moment of adversity where it was uncomfortable. Well, I think making that decision to go to Connecticut was the uncomfortable decision to make. Why? Well, I grew up in LA. I loved UCLA. I loved Stanford. I loved being on the West Coast. You know, that's where my family, my friends, that's where I grew up. That's all I knew. And I took a visit to, to stores, which if anyone's been to stores, you'd be careful. Right you'd now. be surprised yeah. it's even on the map. Yeah. Like yeah. that's how small of a town it is in the middle of, you know, this forest and, you know, you take the highway there. I remember when we got there, my mom was like, I don't like this place. And I'm like, what's wrong with it? Yeah. She goes, there's no traffic. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, we're in trouble. She goes, there's no street lights. Yeah. I know. Like, yeah. She's like, where's the 60, you know, going to San Bernardino. Why like, are these yeah. cars moving? And, you know, that was like what we grew up with. Yeah. Busy, yeah. a lot of yeah. people around, getting to different places. Um, and, you know, Coach Raymond was my uncomfortable moment of my life. So was it because people were pressuring you to stay or you just felt like this is way outside my comfort zone? This is not. It was like I didn't want to go because it was so far. And then I wanted to go because I knew it was the right thing. It's yeah. what I needed at that time. And you knew my, that. Oh, I knew, knew it. it. I knew it 100%. Yeah. Like I yeah. needed someone to really, like you said, yeah. put their thumb on yeah. me. And yeah. like I needed to be pressed. Yeah. Like I knew I could have went to LA. It doesn't feel like you're that type of person. I know, but I am. Yeah. I, when it comes to basketball, like discipline and scheduling and like so you wouldn't show work. up on time. Well, I mean, okay. So let me let me say that. Differently. I mean, I was late today. Okay, we have a player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna use Draymond as a comparison. Yeah. There is zero doubt of his competitiveness. Absolutely. There is zero doubt of his will and his passion. But you're right. I mean, without structure. He, right. str he struggles sometimes. Absolutely. Are you, are you, is that a fair? I think early in my career, yeah. I really needed a structure. Yeah. And, I, and I struggled in Connecticut when I got there. I was like, we're going to run what at 6 a.m.? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. We're going to run the mile? Why? I play basketball. Like, what do I need to run the mile in 620? I'm like, nine. Breakfast club every morning for two years. Yeah. Running with all, you know, yeah. all the kids yeah. are going to get cut. Yeah. And he would like, he put me through a gauntlet. Did you say to him, what are we doing? Oh, absolutely. And so what, like, what did you say? That? What, he would, what he would just, he's like, this is how we do things here. And you're going to do it like everyone else. Did he, I'm did like, you, did you, did you give it? Did you, did you ever be like, I get it? Or you never got it. No, so I'll do I, it I if you want me. I, I eventually got it, but there were lots of uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. And that's the beauty of having someone like that in your life. That would will tell you the truth. Tell you right? the truth. That's a, that's a thing that now. will tell you that's the hard truth. hard now. It is hard. Do you see that? Um, would you coach? Would you have coached you, knowing you, you know yourself better the way he did? Was that is that how you would coach? You? I think people like to be coached that way. I know. We say we, the best we, players. We, yeah, we always talk yeah. about like, oh, we can't coach him too yeah, hard. I know. What does that mean? Like, w yeah. when you get to a, a a a time where you can't be coached and you can't coach. Well, then the game's really got a problem. 
And we're kind of teetering on. Do you see that in the oh, NBA? Oh, yeah. You see it everywhere, right? We see it. I mean, I know we see it. We see it I, in the NBA, yeah. And I think the WBA is getting to the same place where the players have so much say um, in what the team looks like that it's an inability for someone to coach you, someone to make you better, to make you uncomfortable. I don't think I, there's not enough leeway in, in that. And, and you know, the older. The older coaches struggle with that now. Yeah, I think. And if you ask anyone who coached twenty years ago and coached now, like yeah, it's different. It's different. And, and some of it's fun. Some of it's good. Right. To be honest, some of the change I think is good Absolutely. because I think in the past it was too top down. Right. There was a hierarchy. But, but, but I do think now, I think you said something really interesting was the best players or most players want to be coached. So this fear of pushing and pressing is a little unfounded, but. It only takes one time for a coach to burn an important player. Right. And they say, well, see you later. Oh, absolutely. And then they're scarred. Absolutely. And then that coach, whether it was a high school player transferred or a big-time college guy or an NBA player demanded a trade or WNBA player signed somewhere else, and they reference, well, I didn't get along with the coach. Mm -hmm. That coach then says, oh, many of them, I can't coach like that. Well, and it's and it's funny because that player usually can't get along with anyone. I know. But, you the, know, it's but <laughs> the, media, the media usually will not support – and I'm not saying that me there's anything wrong, right. but it's almost like, well, you got to keep that player at all costs. Well, I, I mean, being in, you know, the WNBA for 20 years, being in, you know, in basketball for 20 years, it's hard to keep a coach over I know, the most yeah. talented player. Yeah. I mean, rarely do you see that well, you happen. You probably sh shouldn't. You shouldn't. Right. Right. But then you say that player that you're saying that it's difficult. It's right. going to be difficult the next place. It's but, probably going to be difficult anyways. But then you're kind of like, which way do you? Well, you and, and this is where like, I mean, this is probably more a question for you because you're the GM and you have to build a team. It's like, and we always talk about culture. What's the culture? Is it you putting sayings up on no. the locker room? Is no. it the actual players? Is it macro? Is it micro? Yeah. Is it yeah. the head coach? Is it the fans? Is it the past? Well, what is the culture? Okay, so, who who so, dictates the culture? You can interview me too. Um, you know the answer to these questions, but it's the best answer to that is the players. Right. That is your, that the players that. Correct. Yes, correct. Yes. Um, not me, not the coach. Uh, but if you, so if I looked at all your, your career, mm -hmm. the, it's not luck that your teams win, right? Now you could say, oh, I'm good. You are a really good player, but it's more than that, right? So you might be able to, at this point in your career, take a young, talented player and say to your coach, and the coach says, I can't coach her. Coach, I got it. Don't worry. Danny, can you help me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got it. No problem. She's kind of difficult. She won't listen to me. Let me handle it. Right. That is by far the best kind of culture you can have. When you lean on a coach or GM to lead, that's a problem. Right. It's not a problem because they're incapable or don't want to. Players need to lead players. Those are the best teams. Those are the teams that sustain success, right? And you've been around mm -hmm. teams that are – you need talent. Sure, Absolutely. you need talent. But I think – um you could say more than I do because you've played professionally. You might have been on a team that lacked leadership and lost because of it. But, but I don't know. That's, that's, no, your, that's your life. You would know more than I do. I think we underestimate when we talk about sports and basketball in general because that's the business we're in. Personalities. Yeah. You have to have the right personalities around that will adhere to being a complete unit. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's probably the hardest part. And, and you know, because you've been here, when you have the right personalities, it just seems to work. And you, you don't have to have elite talent. Yeah. You, you have to have 
a baseline of talent to win. You just do. Yeah. But there has to be a component of personalities that can work together in, in this way that yeah, just a, moves. So, so I want to, I want to comment on that, but then I'm going to ask you a question. I, I agree. Nobody says it that way, by the way, when they say, what is the tricky part about building something in a team sport? Right. You don't play golf or tennis. You play basketball. I work in basketball. There's five people right. that play at one time. They need to get along. There's 15 people in the locker room. I use an example of a dinner table. If, if six or seven of us go to dinner and you're talking the whole time and I'm talking the whole time and there's two people sitting down there that don't get to say a word and you and I get up and go, that was great. And you look at them and we don't even notice they're not talking and they go, I'm never going to dinner with those people again. <laughs> right, right. So it's not that different than a team. So can we have five of you? Probably not. Like even though you're like right. that energy, that personality. So you're going to like, I hold this part down, like with our team, the Warriors, there's one, there's a place for one Draymond. There's right. a place for courage, a place for play. That's the best thing we did. Now, how do you identify it? That's the hard part. That's the hard part. That's because you don't really know people. Right. You know, that's well, the hard at this part. point, can't you watch a game and be like, yeah, okay, I don't so, think that's so, a type of dude we want to Can see. you do that? I can. Okay. Got, I, I, okay. I, yes, can, yes, you can. I can be like, yeah, that guy's never gonna you, win. You, you, you can, but but do you know who they are? I always say when you hire somebody, you need to know who they are at their worst. Ooh. Like there were. So when you've been in situations where, not many, where you failed. Oh, absolutely. As a team, then you find out. I, I don't really know. If somebody said, what's Dana like? Oh, I did a podcast with her. She's great. Right. What's she like? I don't know. We were playing ping pong that afternoon. She was a total ass. <laughs> like when she <laughs> lost, she cheated. She cheated on the score. She was talking <laughs> like after right, right, she right, won. Right, right. And they'd be like, that's, you know, so then I get to know you. Right. I get to know you a little bit through this. But yeah. in a team sport, you know that. Who are somebody when it's not good? Oh, and you know that instantly, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, those guys. You can pick them out from a mile away. Yeah. So um, you talked about not knowing what's next. Mm -hmm. Would you want to do this? Like not putting, WNBA, NBA. I mean, I'm talking to NBA GM. Putting a team together just is fascinating because yeah. there's so many components. I mean, obviously, there's so much to learn. Yeah. And just having a conversation with you, I mean, just you just learn a lot from sure. people who've done it for a yeah. long time. So I mean, I'm not even close to being in that realm, but. I mean, putting together a collection of people to do something, that's just fascinating. It would be something I would, I would love to do. I think you could, I mean, by the way. I think you could. And I think, actually, I think you, you will get that chance. I mean, we'll I do see. think you will, if you want it. What do you think would be the hardest part? Well, you, there, there has to be um, a separation of falling in love. I think too many times I've seen where you fall in love with a player. Okay. You fall in love with Have you done drafting that? them. I've fallen in love with players, yeah, that we didn't draft. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> were, you right? were you right all the time? I loved it. No, all seriously, were you right all the time? Most of the time. Really? Most of the time. You should do it. Most of the time I've been right. Really? I haven't been wrong a lot. Okay, so when you were wrong, why were you wrong? I probably haven't been wrong. That's the problem. Every time I've said we need that and we've You've passed, right. we've and hit. We, the other okay. team's okay. hit. So, so you would. So And maybe it's harder when you see things when you're in the team, too. You know, right. I think I'm, I'm sure you've had conversations with, with right. Steph and go like, oh, we need that guy. And you're right. like, well, you know yeah. what? Maybe we'll go this he's way. He's not. He would tell you he's not. He's great at everything else. <laughs> he's not a great genius. He wouldn't be able to say what you just said. What? Um. So you said be careful of falling in love with a player. OK, so you're talking about the part of the job where you're drafting a player, signing a player, right. creating a player. OK, developing a player. And so, it's so like, do you what think is that's the, the hardest on part? That? I would that would be like, how long do you wait? How long do you wait? until you know it's a fit or not a fit. I mean, and I guess you only know that by experience yeah. and by going through it and by 
you know, actually living it. That would be, that's probably the hard part is when you invest in someone and you want them to do well Yeah. because you did see something in them, but you know what? It's just yeah. quite not there. Yeah. What, um, which is, might be really hard. I mean, that probably is the hard part. Um, yeah, there's a lot of hard parts. <laughs> just like, play, you know, there's a lot of, yeah, I think, um, I would tell you that's the most enjoyable part. Trying to figure that out. Right. It's fun. It's, it's, it's sadly, you would maybe surprised it's probably less of the job than you would want it to be right. picking the players. Um, it more becomes managing what you were talking about earlier, the, the, the team. Right. However your style is, however you lead, you just take that and apply it to this, you'd be great because you've done it. You know how to do it. And apparently you have this unbelievable skill of identifying. 100%. I don't know. So, so, but not, but, but, but let me ask a question. Yeah. Not, what's the, how do you come to a place where you want to do it in the NBA as opposed to WNBA? Not that you couldn't, I think you could do both. Right. But why this why the NBA? Just get paid more money, more back pay. I've been in the WNBA for twenty do you years. Need money? Do no, you I don't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it for money anymore. I'm good now. Okay, I'm good. good. Okay, I'm good now. So the money's out. The money's, money's the out. same. WNBA offers you this. NBA offers you this. Well, you know what? I would have to think about it. Really? I mean, I, so it's I, not just. I, like, I love. I love basketball. Yeah, I believe Men's that. Men's and women's. I probably watch. I mean, I probably watch more women's basketball because I'm just, yeah. you know, obviously always looking for the next, yeah. you know, diamond in the rough. <laughs> with third round picks that we have this I year. I need you to be a GM now. When you make a mistake, you know, oh, you what, why'd you pass on her or him? What are you doing? Hey, I thought you were. Hey, I thought you liked you Halliburton. I thought you liked Halliburton. You know you're going to. Yeah, hey, Halliburton. He's pretty good. Yeah, huh? he went 12. <laughs> you were drafting seven. You have to move on, though. You would learn you this. Won every I'll tell year, you what. Bob. I'll tell you what. You can't. You're, I, I believe you'd be very, very good. But we joke about you yeah. getting everything right. No, I'm one thing you do have to do is um, right. when you you do make a mistake, whether it's paying somebody or mm -hmm. trading somebody or letting somebody go, living with that right. is is something that um, is hard. Right. Because you, I know you were close with Kobe Bryant. The oh. Lakers get him at 13, right? Mm -hmm. That changed their franchise for 20 years. Right. Right, it wasn't the number one pick. Like you go, you go one, and everybody goes, "Well, she's 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 unbelievable. She's was it connect? She won." So twelve teams right. said no to him. Right? Had any of those teams taken him, their franchise, their maybe their value, of their franchise, maybe certainly their titles, mm -hmm. it all changes. So so can that's the thing where you you will pass on every GM if you do it long enough, will pass on a player like that. Right. And then you go to bed and you, and you go, we could have had that. Well, I mean, you're talking about Kobe, it's like Steph and Book. Yeah, yes. Like the two guys that, you know, were overlooked yeah. somewhat. Yeah, yeah. They were talented. Yeah. There was something special about them. Yeah. But did we know they were going to get to this level? Yeah. Did they know they no. were going to get to this well, level? Well, I don't, that's a person, right? I don't know. I'd say Steph maybe didn't know. Book did. Did you? Did you know? I think I knew. Did you know? Yeah. I, I just feel pretty good. I just loved it. I mean, I just never got caught up in it, in the number one pick. Um, going to Connecticut, I just showed up. But, but I no, no, I stop. I didn't. I, no. I didn't get fascinated by all that stuff. Like it didn't over. It didn't overwhelm me. It didn't. It wasn't my life. Like, uh, but did it, you when you showed up at UConn? Good, good, great program. Great coach. Good players. Did you walk in and go, "We're winning a championship"? Like, I didn't play my freshman year. Okay, after when you started playing, or when you showed up, did you go? I know I'm going to play eventually. We're going to win a championship. Do you have that kind of confidence? Well, at that time, they only had won two championships. So it's not like they okay, were. Okay, okay, it's not okay. like they were like Tennessee. Right. Okay. So they weren't yeah, so they dominant. So they were still the, yeah. you know, the new kid on the block. There was still a lot of work. Yeah. 
Like they had only won two championships in 95 and 2000. So it's still relatively an yeah. up and coming program. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we looked around and it was like 10 All-Americans. We're like, how are we going to lose? Sure. Of course we're going to yeah. win. Yeah. And, you know, and then stuff happens. Injuries. Um, you know, people didn't get along. The seniors looked down the bench and they were like, oh, this freshman kid's going to play. Like that dynamic definitely happened. Um, and, you know, at the time I was too young to, to know it was even yeah. happening. I thought everyone liked me. <laughs> everyone hated me. <laughs> So Coach Rima hated me too. No, no, no. Oh yeah. No, no. You're like uh, so. So WNBA, you get there. Yeah. Did you think when you're drafted one, you're kind of like, eh? Um, did you think I'm winning champ? This is happening. I'm going to win championship. No. 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 I didn't. Did I didn't have that. Did I don't anything? know. Well, I, see what happens. I landed in Phoenix for the first time ever, and I said, "This is where I'm going to live." I'd yeah. never been to Phoenix in my whole life. Yeah. Didn't know anything about it. Nothing. Not one thing. Like. I knew I loved Barkley back in the day with KJ and like, cause the Lakers would always beat him. Like I knew that. Um, but other than that, I had no clue where I was going. And then I get there and it's funny. I get to Jerry Colangelo's office and I sit down and he goes, I heard your dad's from Italy and your mom's from Argentina. I'm like, yeah, you know, he goes from here on out, you're hundred percent Italian. I was like, where am I? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm either going to be buried in the desert or have a statue. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, man. It's going to go one way or the other. And then, you know, the, the year before they had won seven games. So, I mean, it was a team that had success. They'd been to the finals, um, you know, 97. But, you know, I looked around and I was like, yeah, this team's going to have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And we didn't make the playoffs my first three years. Yeah. It's fun. The why, why I keep asking these things is you were – I think you can, I'd love to hear more about it, but you were close to Kobe. The mm-hmm. first time I met him, I was, at UC, I just finished UCLA and got hired by a guy named Arne Tellum. And I walked in the office to meet Arne, or I wasn't even hired, I was going to meet with him. And Kobe Bryant was sitting in the um, lobby. Mm-hmm. And that was the time you were, you were, you probably remember, when everybody was wearing those retro jerseys. Oh, yeah. So he had a Joe Montana retro jersey. Oh, wow. And this was right after they had lost to Utah and he had airballed those right after that. So I guess it was after his rookie year. 90, what, seven, eight? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. 97, eight. Yeah. So, hey, nice to meet you. We start talking and it takes him about 10 seconds, we don't know each other, to say, I'm going to win 11 NBA championships and then I'm retiring and playing in Italy. And he said it kind of like, like he, he knew said, what he was So, with so much conviction. Right. That you couldn't, you couldn't even, most people say they just start laughing. But it was kind of like, I dare you to laugh at that. I dare you to, because this is what is going to happen. And I think if I gave him a polygraph test, he would pass that test. Like, this is what I he think. He believed Yeah, he, 100%. I thought, not knowing you, that was more the way you thought mm-hmm. with your nature. But you seem, your, um, what you portray, it's not like you have doubt, but you don't have that, this is my, this is how it's going down. Oh, no. I look in the mirror and think I suck every day. <laughs> See, but I when, self-deprecate. I'm not one of those, like self-positive, talk myself up. I feel like I suck really? and I have to play the next day to prove myself wrong. So what's with the day. trash talk? How do you get that confidence? It's funny. I don't think I trash talk. <laughs> People are voted really? number one. I'm like, who? I haven't you said must, wait, anyone. What do you I'm mean? I'm talking to myself. Okay. Like this, when, I, when I'm on the court, I have nothing like, it might seem like I'm beefing with everyone. I don't see anyone i don't hear anyone so what are you where they're just making it up i guess so they're not making they have to like <laughs> so what are you you're like a tennis player that just swears when I'm you like, miss a shot i guess so i'm like the the but somebody told now. me you said something to Draymond. you were talking 
Drake. Oh, I was talking. To okay, see. I mean, that's but you like, don't. But, you, but him, you pick that's on. That's a prerequisite that. to being a friend with to Drake. Okay, like you, you okay. have to talk. But to only him, like, nobody else. Yeah, we got into into Olympics a little bit. Okay, you know, right. me and Draymond go back. So no. But Kobe, Kobe is just so 2012 Olympics. We're up in the Nike suite. We're hanging out, and they just lost us to Boston in the finals. And he's going through like a Sports Illustrated, and there's a picture of Paul Pierce. Yeah. And he rips the picture out of Paul Pierce, and he folds it up, and he puts it in his pocket, and he goes, "Motivation." And me, it was me, and a couple, and we're just like, "All right, he's he's <laughs> next gone. level crazy." Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He he like speaks it into existence. Yeah. He he. I don't think I've met. I mean, there's people that you. Um, I think Michael Jordan was probably like that. Absolutely. Um, I think Kevin Garnett had has a lot of that. Um. But Kobe, I think to live that, if you're that way, that's all it is. It's hard. But but did you talk, did you see him much after he was done playing? I did. I actually probably spent more time with him when he You was did. So playing. I thought, so I yeah. knew him when he was super young. Absolutely. And then not as much during the, all his success and then afterwards. Um, but I thought afterwards he had this piece. Yeah. Did you, did you think that? Yeah, he let go of that. Yeah. Order. And Which I thought it was nicer to be around. I think he needed that to do what he did. I think he put he put so much into it yeah. that it was exhausting yeah. by the end. Yeah. Yeah. To to carry that armor. Yeah. And he did needed he say, that. Did he ever admit that to you? No. But yeah, he, yeah. I think he needed that to get him by those sure. years. Yeah. You know, especially at the end with injuries and, you know, roster shakeups and, you know, just yeah. A lot of the chat of like, should we pay him? Not, I mean, I think a lot of that, like, yeah. no matter what, when you get older, you hear and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, like let me let me do something about it. And you know that armor took him a long way. I mean, some of those teams, those those last two Laker teams, I mean, they weren't great. I, know. I mean, you look back yeah. on some of those guys, you're like, man, Sasha Vujacic was playing 35 minutes. Like, yeah, he, nothing can, against Sasha. No, no, I know, but people forget the the weight of leading uh, oh. anything, and and even if you're great, she was the mental. Like you said, the fatigue right. of carrying something, um, of of playing hurt, because he didn't he didn't no. miss games. Um, well, everyone talks about being a leader, right? One, to be a great leader, you have to be a great follower first. Yeah, like you have to be able to like function and follow and listen. But you know, I always tell people like, what is it to be a good leader? It's like you actually have to care about everyone. Yeah, you have to ask how you do, like how you're doing when you're not doing. Like you have to take care of people. Like, and a lot of people. Just can't do that. They can only worry about themselves. Yeah. And take care of. Yeah. Even some of the best players, like they're just worried about themselves, and it is a big burden when you take that on. When you play, are you more of when you walk in the locker room? You I know, know everything. You do. You just I'm know. Like, it. Oh, tonight's gonna be a night. Okay. Tonight you know that because oh, you, you just you just walk in and it's feel it's energy. It. Yeah. A lot and of people I, don't do that. No, I know. Well, there's a lot of players, and I always I always joke, and I'm like, God, I wish I was that player that yeah, totally nothing unaware. Could, nothing could yeah, with me tonight. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like for me to be at my best, I need everything to be in order. Yeah. I need everyone's energy to be right. Yeah. I need to know what you need to know what you're doing. Like the GM better be yeah. happy. The yeah. coach better be good. Like media personnel better be yeah. in a good mood. Like yeah. everything needs to be in sync for you to be at your best. And there's players that don't give a shit about anything. Yeah. Get you twenty and ten. So when and you see, home. so, so, so take me one of the playoffs or in, in these difficult, not difficult, but high pressure moments, right. you walk in WNBA finals, you see one of the starters over there like this, maybe because they didn't play right. enough or didn't get enough shots. Right. Do you go over and go, what, what's going on? Oh, yeah. Or do you leave it? Oh no, I go. 
I, I don't like leaving things unsaid. So, like, let's just talk about yeah. it, get it going. And because yeah. that's the only way you can move past something. Yeah. Right. Or so I'll you just say, hit him over the head. I'll smack on the head and like, let's go. Come on, get over it. So you, because that's, that's selfish. That's I, so I know, weird. I know. But you have, you talked about this need to prove yourself. Oh, yeah. And, and, and your, you, that uncertainty, but it feels like in relationships, maybe I missed, you're very confident in your relationships. Oh, understand? Without, oh, but doubt. that's a confidence in yourself, right? Because you go, I can go over to that person because I can hear that too. Right. You want to come with me with that. I can, I can hear it, but I, can, I need to tell you this, which is, which is a unique quality too. Does that make sense? Yeah. And sometimes you're actually talking to yourself. Right, right, <laughs> right. you talking right, to them. Right. You know, yeah. sometimes you're, you're talking to yourself and making sure you're reset. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It could work both ways. Yeah. So, so as far as in that regard, when you see, when you have seen stuff and you've approached it, is that when you walk in, <clears throat> do you do you say, I got to get this team in order or you can't not see it? Does that make sense? I use the example of a dinner table. I can't ignore if it. If you and I are eating dinner with five other people, are you the one that notices that person's not talking? Oh, yeah, much? absolutely. Because you know a lot of people don't, they don't have that burden. You talk about the burden of people say, I don't care. I'm getting my 20 and 10. Right. That's a difference between I see the problems and I'm ignoring and, and I don't ignore them. Or I would argue most people don't see well, them. Well, it's like the guy who could never make the extra pass. It's like, is yeah, I didn't see selfish you. Yeah, right. Or yeah, you yeah. just can't see yeah, it. I know, and I know. you're right. Sometimes yeah, yeah. they just don't, they don't see, see it. it. Yeah. But you do. And I you do have. see it. See, that to me is a weight. You you played how many? This is 18. You're gonna play for 18. two. Yeah, two so more. two more. Hopefully. You'll play 20 years. And that's not a fatigue to do that. Well, I think, and I, you know, I have this conversation with a lot of older players and Everyone says experience. You need to experience. Yeah. You need all this experience, but experience could be a crutch also. Yeah. Because you know when it's done right, and you know that can't get done with this group. Yeah. So I almost have to backtrack and get in this naive mindset going into a season, mm -hmm. where like you forget when you were younger, you just played. You didn't think you, like you didn't overanalyze things as much because you were just in the moment, you were young, you know, your mind's fresh, your body's fresh. And as you get older, you start maybe like picking apart little things that maybe don't even matter. Yeah, that's how I get Allah. <laughs> no, I think and you you're become, right. And you become no, like, yeah. oh man, we're not doing that, we're not yeah. doing it. It's like you almost have to like retrain yourself to be a rookie again. And that's yeah. why I say every training camp, I, I, I try to put myself into a rookie mindset. Like all these things do matter. That's pretty good. And it's hard because you do have this built-in bank of experience. You can't ignore, and, yeah, that's coming up inside you. Right. You can't just. And I try to use that experience in other ways where, like, I can identify a play a lot quicker on the court than I could 10 years ago because no. it's happened to me a thousand times. Yeah. So, like, make that your strength instead of, like, oh, this guy's being an a we're not going to win a championship. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a lazy, a little lazy. It is. It is lazy. More lead by example after this. Your very first bet with Caesars Sportsbook, it's on Caesars. Just sign up with promo code OMAHAFULL, then place your first bet. If you win, great. Keep your winnings. But if your first bet loses, you'll receive a stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit $1,250. Must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino. Call one 800 522 
1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOPPED. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467-369. Offer not available in Massachusetts, Maryland, and Ohio. And we're back. Somebody calls you and says, we're going to get Brittany. Do they, yeah. they, and then is it, is it you going, I'm going, or is it, we would like you to go, yeah. or how did that whole thing go down? Let me I see mean, if I can make it. I mean, I have, I mean, the minute I know, I but did call, you, did you get a choice, or was it, was it, or did you say, can I go, or was it, no, like, no, no, would they, you like to, no, they asked. I, I don't know how. Yeah, I, yeah. They, you know, I got a call from our GM, yeah, yeah, they're like, okay. we're going to go get Brittany okay. and Antonio, yeah, would you okay. like to come? I'm like, absolutely, yeah, okay, okay. you know, um, and like I said, some people hugged her, and I just, I just hit her in the back of the head, like, let's go, we got work to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. but it was it was one of those moments that you don't realize how much you miss someone until they're gone for that long, you know, and to see the relief on her face. And like I lived in Russia for 10 years. Yeah. You wouldn't walk into half of those restaurants, let alone a prison. So I could understand like what mm-hmm. prison life was like. Have you had a moment with her? We have. Hitting her by, by, besides we have. hitting her in the back of the head and like. Well, I've repeatedly done her, that. You know, yeah, besides beating her up. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've actually had, I mean, we've, we've been in the gym and, um, you know, it's, a, it's, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a journey that she has to go through. Like these are uncharted waters in a lot of ways for, for us too, making sure that, you know, we have everything in place to make sure she can just focus on the things that are important. Cause there's going to be a lot of things, sure. a lot of noise that, you know, yeah. As much as we had last year trying to get her out, which was, you know, a huge, I mean, huge props to the people that just really gave up a year of their lives to try to mm-hmm. make sure all the attention and all the energy and all the resources were to get her back. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, those people, uh, they deserve, they deserve a lot of credit. Yeah. I didn't know for somebody that you're, you were obviously right near the everything. Did you feel like the support was, was what it was, was it more than you thought? Was it not enough? Or was you, is it too hard for you to gauge it? Well, you know, it was, it was, you were kind of um, caught in the crosshairs where you were trying to focus on a season and sure. you were trying to like live normal life. And then, you know, we sit down for dinner and we would think about, man, she's in prison in Russia. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was almost this, you know, distorted dream that you would have. And yeah. to be honest, everyone, I didn't think she was going to get out. Really? I, I did not think she was going to get out. Is that because I, you know what it was like over there? Well, I know certain things and the way their system is, people don't get out. Yeah. People yeah. still aren't getting out. So you were dealing it from a point of like, because I think most Americans were probably thinking, oh, a month, two, three, four. Right. You were kind of like, you don't understand. I was prepared not to see her for 10 wow. years. Yeah, that's different. It is. I was already trying to make plans to go and visit her, like, wow. you know. With my Italian passport, and they were like, oh, "That's probably not a good idea." I was like, "Well, I'll wait a little bit then." What when you made the choice? You said UConn was a big thing. Yeah. When you said, "I'm going to go play in Russia," right? See, yeah. I think in our league, people don't need to leave the country to make money. No. Nope. And so, was there a thought of, or is there now? 
I wish I didn't have to go to Russia to make money playing. I liked it there. You did? I really Why? enjoyed How? it. It was only basketball. There was no media. Oh. There was no extra fluff. There was no drama. It was get to practice. I got to play basketball. I mean, were there times where, you know, I miss my family and my friends? Um, yeah, but for the most part, like, you know, that's the one place where I felt like I was valued. Really? Like, this well, is, just, this is how I should be treated. Oh, oh, this oh, is how I, see, I should be I compensated. See, I see for your talent. Yeah. And it was yeah. crazy because of all yeah. places. Yeah. I had to go to a communist country yeah. to be paid like yeah. a capitalist. And so the basketball, it was simple in a way. Well, it was not, 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 not being in Russia, it was, but it was almost like I'm here to, when you say no media and no, right. it was kind of like, the goal was just here to play basketball. It, but, you know, it was it was always a catchway to there. Right. Like, to say it was easy, and then it was like, you know, here they teach you left, right, layup. Over there they teach you right, right, left hand scoop underneath the yeah. ear layup. And you're like, that doesn't make sense. But it didn't matter what I said because yeah, right. it made sense to yeah. all of them. Right. You know, yeah. so for as easy as it was to just say it was basketball, then there was a whole different way of, like, not knowing the language, yeah. not knowing their customs, yeah. not knowing anything. Yeah. And so that's and living yeah. in that world of just I don't know what they're they're saying I don't know yeah. what they're talking about. Most yeah. of our coaches were Russian, all the players were Russian. We had a translator. And but ten years. Ten years in Russia, two years in Turkey. Yeah. And any anything you would go back on the so you're 18 years professional. Yeah. There, anything, um, any moment or, or or situation where you would say, I would have done, I wouldn't have done this, I would have done that. Oh, God, probably the one regret I have is in 2014 we won. Um, and then I signed a two-year extension in Russia. Oh, you couldn't? Yeah. You but I had to sit out a season. I had to sit that out was in the contract? Yeah, I had to sit out the 2015 season. Ah, and, you know, and it was tough because we had a great unit. We were all in our prime. We had we just won best record ever to this day. And that was kind of, you know. Oh, it's that brutal. That could have been, like, thinking back on it, that could have been. A, you might have. We could have yeah. ran a couple in a row. But sure. then, you know how things happen when. People leave a situation, other things arise, yeah. and then you try to come back to the same situation. It's not the same. But for it, people it, to understand that, you know, you're not, I don't think you're making light of it, but that's, that's Steph Curry. Hmm. We win in 2017 with Kevin, and, and it's kind of like, we're, we're set up here. Right. And he goes, hey, I got to go to Russia, and I'm out next year. And everybody's kind of like, whoa. Yeah. And then, and then you got to, you got to bear that responsibility, and you're going to miss out on, that group. Absolutely. And you know that group's never the same. Right. No, no. Like, it's it, funny. When you leave, you always, everything changes. Well, I think that's, I don't have regrets, but I look back on my career and I'm like, ah, oh, we should have won it that year. But, you know, this person got hurt. Yeah. We should, and I'm sure we all do when we play basketball for a long time or whatever sport. You think, you think of these moments like, ah, oh, if that would have been a little bit different, I could have five right now, but I don't. Yeah. And I don't go through, you know, down yeah. that rabbit hole yeah. a lot because it's hearsay. And, yeah. You know, yeah. it won't change anything. Yeah. There are times where, you know, there's been a season where like, you know what? I didn't lead this season. I know. And why? Hmm. Um, energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No point. No point. Like, eh. They're not worth it. It's, this yeah, you know happening. what? It's too much work. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much work. But that doesn't feel good. I got to get myself ready. Yeah. How am I gonna get? I gotta get myself ready. I mean, I'm just. Yeah, yeah, I gotta. You get yourself ready. Yeah, yeah. What do I gotta do? Well, yeah, with yeah. You know, there are times where you just yeah. like over it. Yeah, yeah. You're it's you're tired. tapped out. It's tired. You're, the, you know. Yeah. The tank's on empty. Yeah. But 
then you backtrack and you're like, it. If I would have just, I know we could have, Yeah. but those are learning experiences that I, I mean, I have those too. I have yeah. plenty of years that I've tapped out. Yeah. Did I play just as hard? Did I, yeah, yeah but I didn't do all the little extra stuff. Yeah. Like after a game, but like, we got this, you know, yeah, just those know. little things that keep you engaged, that keep everyone connected. Did you ever win it in a year where you tapped out? No. Yeah. <laughs> right? No. And we've, we've not won it in years where, you know, you put it I've all been in. just, but you never won it when you tapped out. No. You, if you tap out, you have no chance. Well, if you tap out. If I tap out, there's no chance. I bet you've won with other people tapping out. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know that? When they've tapped out? Oh, yeah. What I just said. Do you understand, like, that uniqueness? Like, you're like, they can tap out, but I can't, and we're going to get there. Well, and it's, well, but, and, and this is, once again, when you know you have it, it's kind of hard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Once again, you yeah. get lazy with it yeah. or you just think it's too much work or you know the work it's going to take. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a lot. And it's a lot. Yeah. It's a big burden on you. And, you know, yeah. as you get older, different things become important. Kids, life. Yeah. You know, when I was 25, all I had to worry about was 11 knuckleheads and let's try to drag this thing over the finish yeah. line. Yeah. Now my energy is yeah, it's different. In, it's in different. different ways. Family. More lead by example after this. And we're back. Who's your five favorite NBA players right now? Wow. Oh, right now, currently? Yeah. I love Book. Love how he competes. He just competes himself mm -hmm. every time he's on the court. And there's something about that that I just love. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you just feel his like energy and his competitiveness. Yeah. And like, we're going to get this done. Does, yeah. You know, is it always perfect? No. And you've seen him a lot. He's, I always say, if there's one guy that I would love Leo to be like, it's Book. Wow. That's high praise. He is just, since the day he got to Phoenix when he was 19, he's just been, has this yeah. maturity, this seriousness, yeah. this respectfulness, wow. this like gratitude for where he's at. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we know he's had a lot of things that he could have complained about mm -hmm. in the last 10, 12 years. It's been incredible what he's been able to do. It, it, it's so, all right, been so. incredible. He's your number one pick. Who? who, who? Book with my guess. Okay, you, you got him. I love what Book. What else you got? I mean, I love Steph. I mean, okay, Steph great. is. It's a good backcourt. He's the, I always said he's the ultimate WNBA highlight. <laughs> 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 Which I don't know if it's good. Or, I think it's amazing. You know, I, I think he's. But you're not just, everybody loves watching Well, him, so. I mean, because you think you can do what he, yeah. but you can't. Yeah, yeah, he feels and, relatable and, and he's definitely not. And he's just uh, like yeah. on steroids I know. beyond that. It's kind of a trick like that. He is. Like he's small, he's not like, yeah, but what he does is, is it, much it, harder it, than, It's incredible just yeah. watching him work in a game. Mm -hmm. And he just works it yeah. and works it and works it. Yeah. And I love it when it's not going in his, going yeah, his way because we thing. just know. I'm like, I know what's going to happen And that's right his now. confidence. And it, and it always comes it's back never, around to him. That's the thing I think that's most, being around him is his, um, his belief is so strong. As you, you being an athlete, you, you even said a little bit, and I don't know if that's in the moment, but where even the best athletes have doubt. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's his superpower. Well, you know what? You run faster when you're getting chased and you're a little scared. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Someone's chasing yeah, you with so a knife, you're, you're gonna yeah, run you're, you're fast. Gonna go. You're gonna go. All and right. That's so that's how I always feel before a game. I'm a little scared. Yeah. I'm the healthy nervous. help. Steve calls that a healthy, a healthy fear. I'm right here. Appropriate I, fear. I, I see what's going on and all right. So who's so you got who else? This guy is gonna uh, if he takes it serious in the next year is gonna be the biggest problem ever, is Luca. Mm. If he could just figure out how to take it serious, 
he might be the most unstoppable force in the game for a long time. Because he can shoot, pass, uh-huh. size, just knows the game. He's gritty. I'll take the big... But he's got to get his life in order. <laughs> he's got to get in shape. I mean, I've been there. I've been the baby fat baller. Like, you know, when you're young and, you know, you can get all the things done, even being a little bit out of shape. He mm-hmm. needs... If he can just really focus on being in the best shape ever, I mean, mm-hmm. that guy's stealing is above and beyond anyone else's. So who are the other two? Well, that's uh, those, that's just three. I just have three. I oh, have three. Okay. Three's right. good, right? That's, good. that's fine. Last question. Um, you kind of answered it, but Leo and what's your dog? Isla, baby Isla. Isla, okay. Mm-hmm. They're young. They're young, yeah. Five and 18 months. Okay, so they're young. They get to watch mm-hmm. you play, which is, is that... What does that mean to see your son or, yeah. or even even daughter, even though yeah. she may not know? Well, I th- Leo's at that age where he knows something's up. Yeah, he does. Like, we'll go to the grocery store and people come up. Yeah. We'll go to the mall and people. So he's starting to understand, hey, do, yeah. who are you? Yeah. And then when Space Jam came out, he lost his mind. Really? Yeah. Like he was just in awe. Like, he kept, Why are they picking he, you? He kept watching the movie and like. Yeah. When you see them, what are you thinking? Because. The fact that he knows a little bit, is it fun for you to, to see them watch you? I think it's just fun for him being in the gym. Yeah. You know, like he loves coming after the games because he knows he gets to get snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's those little yeah. things that like uh, he's going to be able to experience yeah. that he'll remember forever. Yeah. Like, yeah. will he remember the game? Yeah. No. no. Yeah. But he'll remember like going to the arena. Yeah. He'll remember like, I mean, these kids. Too much, right? Yeah. Oh. He goes to the game. He goes, why are we in the suite? He's five. I'm like, what are you gonna do with these with that? kids? <laughs> that is <laughs> not. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm not good go, at that. Where do yeah. we go from here? I know. It's so bad with my <laughs> my daughters. I mean, they're they. It's I don't know if it's good or bad, but they asked me one time, "Hey, Dad, can we sit up there one time?" Like pointing to the. I go. We kind of got this in reverse. <laughs> yeah, you guys have never. They go. Those people get to sit up there, they and I go. go they want to come down. You know. So. Anyways. You never go back. It's like going back and watching. I know it's TV my shows. fault. It's not their fault. It's, it's not. Um, and that's why we talk about all the time. Like when you give them a lot, yeah. what is where's the grit? But maybe there is no grit, but like, can they be caring human beings? Can they be functional human beings? Can they think for themselves? Can they, you know, make rational decisions with yeah. having all this shit everywhere? <laughs> the risk is I ask people, and you didn't I, th- I think you grew up safe. Yes. I think you did, but, but not easy. No. So that made you you in many ways. That fact that you didn't get every pair of shoes you no. wanted to. You didn't have every piece of clothing. I asked Draymond one time who grew up not easy. And I said, what if you grew up like your kids are growing up? He goes, why well, wouldn't it be me? No. And I go, but the risk we take is, let's say you decided to go live in Saginaw with your kids mm-hmm. and raise them the way you did, the risk you take, because if you knew, if you could take Leo and, and Isla and say, we're gonna grow up like I did, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna go to the same kind of schools, you're gonna have the same kind of stuff, but the risk you take instead of going, well, you're gonna go to private school, you're gonna get the best education. If you knew they would come out right. of it, fine, but if they didn't, you go, I should have I put well, them over here, I could have well, done it. Because you know most of the people didn't. I know. And I, we had this conversation before we had kids, and we were like, they're going to public school. Yeah. I went to public school. I know, I know. My sister went we to public school. Thing. All my friends went to public school. He's not going to public I know. school. I know. I, I did the same thing. My <laughs> and wife you know, and I had the same thing. And you try to give them better than, he, I know, than what you I had. Know, but, and, but then you go, they get a lot. So, so 
when your 30 for 30 or whatever comes along, mm -hmm. um, and I'm imagining like not now, but later on, they talk about you and your kids are old enough to understand what you've accomplished, but they don't, they didn't get to see it. Right. So they don't really know that you, they know you after that. Right. What do you hope that they say when it's their turn in front of the microphone and they're mature enough in their 20s or 30s to answer that question and go, what was, what was your mom like? What do you want those answers to be? What do you hope comes out of their mouth? Oof. I mean, we, we try to be very simple the way we bring them up, you know, give them this care and this love that once they walk out that door, you're not going to have. Right. But once you're in this house between these walls, like we're going to give you everything you need. Mm -hmm. yeah. Are we going to make it easy for you? No, we're going to try to, you know, make sure you understand how to make your own decisions yeah. and take care of your own problems. Will we be there to help you? Yeah. Yeah. So you hope they gave us an environment. The tools. Yeah. To be yeah, yeah, functional yeah, yeah, in yeah. this world, as we know, is much different than when we grew up. Like, I didn't get a cell phone until I was in college. I, know, I, know. I couldn't imagine. It's like, how did we know where the party was? Yeah. You know? Where did we, how did we know who to hang out with? When did our parents pick us up at practice? Like, how did we get to Costa Mesa High School from Chino I know, I know. with no Google Maps? Yeah, how did it even happen? You had a little notebook yeah, with like the 60 turn. to the 22 to the 405. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know, like, it was just, there's there, the the problems that they are going to face now are much more complicated mm -hmm. than we did. Definitely, and they already yeah soon. Coming. And you know you have teenagers. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, so yeah. Like, They're it's the phone. It's a lot. And you can't protect them from everything. Uh, yeah. So you have to make sure they have the tools to be able to combat some of these things that are going to come at them fast and furious. And, and you know what you didn't? I think you're saying too is for someone that has accomplished so much like you have. Tremendous in your in your space. There's n not much more you could do. It's interesting to talk to people that have done those type of things. It's that they don't necessarily want it for their kids. They just want their kids to be good kids. And it's, it's fascinating to me because it's not that what you did. Right. It's fantastic. Well, I did it because I loved it. I know. So I know. So we want them to do something. But you also love. know that like whatever people think that was. Now you're raising your own right. kids and you go, yeah, I saw that. I know what that is. Yeah. It's, it's not, it solve all your problems. And don't get me wrong. If they want to do I that. I know, sure. I, I know. Be, but if like, they don't, I, that's completely fine. I ask fine. Leo all the time, Leo, what do you want to be when you grow up? A zoologist. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> See, that's, I'm like, okay, then we're going to the Amazon. Yeah. Like, we're going to, we're going to go to the Amazon. Yes. That's what we're going to do. Support it. Cause he wants to be a zoologist. Oh, that's awesome. And, I love that. you know, and if he one day wants to pick up a ball and, yeah, that's good too. And put all his, you know, heart into that, then I'll be sitting up in the gym. Are you going to be the, are you going to be yelling at the refs? Well, it's funny. Every time we get in the car, I go, I'm not going to say anything. And the minute we get to the soccer field or the gym, I'm the first one talking. And yeah. Penny goes, I thought you weren't going to say anything. I'm like, I just can't help myself. <laughs> See, you're going to struggle with that. You're oh, struggle. I know. You're well, I have like, I, know, I have I Argentinian blood, Italian, Italian blood, yeah. just all the hot blood. And when we reconvene in 10 years in our anniversary podcast, you'll just tell me, you know, so I'll say, hey, Dan, how many games you've been kicked out of? Oh. And you'll say, well, what sport? Exactly. Oh, you got kicked out of the soccer. 
So back in the day, they used to have this tree that they used to put the parents that, you know, talked a lot of shit or would yell too much. Yeah, at the soccer fields. Yeah. And guess who would always end up at that tree? My dad. 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 Wasn't mom. No, my mom would be like, who brought this guy to the Hello? field? Or like, your dad. He was an animal last night at the Mercury game. <laughs> Is he still doing it? Oh my God, yes. Really? He loves it. Yells he just, at the refs or the other oh, team? Everything, everything. everything. so great. He yells yeah, you at got me no shot. You have no after shot. every game. He goes, Diana. And he knows not to give me any basketball advice. Like yeah. my mom knows. Yeah. He goes, oh, this is all he says. This is the only criticism yeah. he ever gives me. You have to get in the paint. <laughs> you get in. Go inside. Go inside. Go inside. That's all he tells and what, me. What is, he's, and he's yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah, and I got to yeah, attack. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's okay, when good yeah, things happen. Yeah, okay. You go inside. But what do you, what do you, you brush that out. You go, come on. I'm let's like, go get some. I don't want to hear about it. He just knows. He says it and it dies. Like, yeah. there's no response. <laughs> there's no, you're He right. wants the interaction. He just, he goes. He wants you to say something. And he just yeah, goes, yeah. Okay, I see, I it's know. It's like he knows I'm right. <laughs> he knows he's right. Just go inside. Uh, That's it. I, I, see, it's a simple game. Yeah, it is simple. We overcomplicate it yeah. and it's a simple Leo, game. Leo, get inside. Just get inside. Go inside, Leo. Hey, Miss uh, Trot, can you please. Go to that tree? Yeah, can you go actually? <laughs> Thank you for coming on. So Absolutely, awesome. Bob. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.